Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. This is the Encyclopedia of Dating, and I'm here with my friend. Hello. And do I have a story for you? Which has you to be have told. A story for me. I have rearranged my entire day to hear this story. So spill the tea, young lady. Spill the tea. It's a good story, and it has a lot of juicy details, so you're going to enjoy it. Okay. So I haven't gone out much in like the past month at all. And, you know, there's been a lot of dating disasters left, right and center. And one of the things that I've really been thinking about is what can I do to stop dating off the internet and stop dating off dating apps because it's obviously not working. And I'm trying to psych myself up to be able to approach a guy in real life and be able to meet men in real life. And it's just a risk I need to take because, you know, the chances of seeing them again are very rare. And what's the worst thing that a guy could say to me, right? Who are you and what have you done with my friend? Because I have known you for actually at this point more than half our lives. And, um, yeah. That, that does not sound like, that does not sound like you. I'm proud of you. Don't get me wrong. But I mean, I've been trying to convince you to do this for years. So it's scary. It's scary. You know, the idea of rejection is scary, but it's still something I'm building up towards just putting myself out there, approaching guys. So I've gone into this mindset very recently, probably in like the last week. So funnily enough, um, near the end of like just a few days ago, this guy messaged me on WhatsApp and it's a guy that I went out with, I want to say three years ago. We actually had an amazing date, very, very memorable. And he was a very good looking guy. Um, he is, he used to play basketball professionally. So six, five built bearded, you know how I like them. But what made the date really special besides his personality was that he found out it was going to be my birthday at midnight. And he was just like, what are you doing for your birthday? And I was like, oh, like, you know, all my close friends are back home. I'm not doing anything. And he's like, that's not how birthdays work. And when he was like actually going to take me home, he was like, what's your favorite drink? He went and bought a bottle of Captain Morgan and ice and cups. 
And he was like, you're staying in the car till it's midnight. So he could toast me. And then he let me keep the rest of the bottle. And it was so thoughtful that I've never forgotten it. Unfortunately, we didn't really talk after that. Um, I don't think it was, there was anything on either side. Like, I think I tried messaging him and it didn't work. And he tried messaging me and it didn't work. Like, we just weren't connecting. Uh, so we lost contact. And then maybe about like a year ago, we spoke a few times and it's just been cool. It's been cool conversation, not flirty, not, you know, in any sort of like sexual innuendos. And he messaged me and he was like, hey, how are you doing? And I was like, yeah, I'm okay. And he was like, I'm just going to say that I've been noticing some of the stuff you've been posting online and like, you just seem a little bit down. I was like, yeah, I'm going through a lot and I'm just like stressed and annoyed with things in my personal life, but also with men. (laughs) I'm annoyed with men. And he was just like, listen, you've got to get off those dating apps. Like you need to meet people in real life. You need to go out with your friends. And I was like, what friends? What friends? Who am I supposed to go out with? He's like, come out with me and my friends. I was like, oh, that's really sweet. He's like, no, I'm serious. Like come out with me and my friends. And because we haven't hung out in well over a year, if not two years, I just kind of took it as he was reaching out and being very friendly because he was always a friendly guy and I didn't think anything of it. And then on Thursday night, he messages me and he goes, what are you doing tomorrow night? And I was like, well, just an exciting Friday of Netflix and Domino's. (laughs) (laughs) Me in my bed. Hey. And he says, no, that's not cool. Let's go out. And I'm thinking, are you serious? You're just going to invite me out? And he's like, why not? Come out. Come out with me and my friends. It's nothing, nothing major, low key, but you know, we'll grab some food. We'll grab some drinks. We'll listen to some music. And I thought it was awesome. And why not? So Friday after I was done tutoring, I just put on a nice, but more on like the basic side outfit, not overly dressy because I didn't really know what to expect. Was it the uniform? It was not the uniform. It was just a, you know how you messaged me about that pink skirt with this, it's like short on one side and long on the other. So I spilled a bunch of stuff on it during the day when I was eating. Actually, when I was talking to you, I was eating this burrito outside London Bridge and I was like, oh, I look amazing in the sun and my skin is glowing and I'm fabulous and I'm people watching. And I finished eating and there is mayo and ketchup and like chipotle It wasn't even like one or two drops. It was as if like a baby had thrown up on me all down my top, down my skirt, on my leg. And I'm thinking, I am sitting outside the busiest station in London and I've just been sitting here for this whole time with a big grin on my face. And that explains why people were looking at me. So makes the saying feeling yourself on a whole new level. Yeah. Just imagining it now. It was special. So... I basically, I went home and I just put on another black tank top, but I also have that skirt in a, like a dark blue, not blue, it's more, a teal, it's a teal color. So different black top, teal skirt and wedges, just very simple and had my hair up, very simple. And I went to go meet the guys in Shoreditch and I was really confused because the place that we were going into, if you get there at that time, you can't get in. So I didn't really understand what was going on if that was just a meeting point. But we get there and I see him and he just, you know, it was just, it was really nice. You could see the energy was really good. And he gave me a big bear hug and he was like, this is my really good friend. And there's going to be a lot of names. So I need to think. So my friends, my friend, we're going to call P. 
and his friend, his first friend, because there are multiple friends. Oh, this is going to get so confusing without using names. Okay. Can we use seven dwarves? Like, can we call them, like, happy? <laughs> Don't be. <laughs> I'm going to end up getting confused. Okay. So P's, I'm going to just go with first letter because there's too many to name. So P's friend K was there and K actually works in that block. So K knows all the bouncers and everything. So we were just able to get in, which was really, really nice because God, it's always nice. Honestly, like I don't care how young or old I get. I love passing lines. I love getting tables. I love service. So we go inside, we grab some food we're all talking and, uh, you know, I'm talking to P's friend and I think K went to the bathroom or something and P was like, so what's your type? Is it still, you know, tall, dark and handsome and bearded and built? And I was like, 100%. Isn't that why I went out with you? And he just burst out laughing and he's like, so what do you think of my boy? Like, isn't that your exact description? And his friend was exactly that. His friend was six foot five. He is a personal trainer. He was very built. He had a beard, but he wasn't for me because just because you have everything on the checklist, it doesn't necessarily mean I will be attracted to you. Some of the guys that I'm attracted to may not be conventionally attractive, but there's something in the essence of a man that pulls you towards him. And this guy was, sorry, go ahead. I think that's one thing that men don't always understand they don't understand that yes you might tick all the boxes but there has to be a vibe there has to be an attraction and I think sometimes especially men that we may have had to reject or friend zone in the past are puzzled by it or people who are trying to set us up are puzzled by it because they're like but why it's everything that you said you wanted it's just like if there's no vibe there's no vibe you know it's it's as if you were to tell someone I want a brown table with four legs That doesn't mean every brown table with four legs is going to get the job done. You want specifics. You want charm. You're killing the analogy game there. Killing it. (laughs) It was sarcasm, but yes. (laughs) So P P mentioned his friend to me and I I just said, oh, your friend's lovely, but not for me. And then after we ate food, there's like a section with with, you know, hip hop music and R&B and stuff. So we went there. And I introduced the guys to porn star slushies. This is the only place in London that I know that does it. And when I ordered it, I, you know, you offer your food and drinks to your friends. Um, well, maybe we're not supposed to post COVID, but I still fully do that. Have my drink, have my drink. It's so yummy. And when Kay had it, he was just blown away. He goes, it tastes like my childhood, but a grown up version. I can't believe it's a slushie. And it's I find it very charming when grown men are able to act like that. It's very attractive. And I got a very good friend vibe from him. Someone I'm just very comfortable around and I can talk to. So I was having really great conversation with the two of them, really enjoying myself. And I have to say, it was amazing to be in such a busy, crowded place and not be getting bumped into by people. And when you have two six foot five huge guys, it was, I loved it. I loved it. And they had this way of, they don't come across as intimidating, but you're not going to go out of your way to bump into them or, you know, cross through them or anything like that. And there was- You also can't make an excuse to not see someone who is six five, let alone two of them. Let's be real. It was- 
it was really lovely. And they just had such nice balance in being able to talk to me and talk to women. And they spoke to so many women in such a comfortable way, in such a, I could have just watched them all night. They were so chill about how they approached women and something as simple as, oh, hey, your drink looks really good. What are you drinking? Just not at all aggressive or creepy. And that's not always easy to do when you're with a woman either, because other women might think something of it, but they were just able to balance it. It was really, really nice. And P went to, P was talking to some girl and then K was talking to me and slightly awkward, but he goes, you know, your friend described the type of man you're into. So like, what, am I not your type? And I was just a bit hesitant and I don't want to be rude or offensive. And I told him, you're obviously a very attractive man and you're very built, but I think just our energy is more friendship. It's, it's just the chemistry. And I I do think you're very good looking and everything, but there's no spark. And he was, he goes to me, he goes, if I'm not being too forward, I think you're really attractive as well. And I'm really surprised that a girl of your heritage is so curvy because it's very noticeable. I was like, is that what you've been looking at all night? And he was just like, I'm not going to lie. It's kind of amazing. I can't stop staring at it. I kind of want to touch it, you know, from a purely personal trainer professional who just wants to see. And I just started laughing because he was just adorable. And he was asking me, it is real, right? (laughs) And I go, yeah, it's real. Like, I'm not a skinny girl, so. I'm trying not to be offended by this conversation. It was funny. I am a brown person as well. And I I know I have curves. Forget those. That's one thing in life I do know I have. Yeah. What do you mean in our heritage we don't have them? Who have you been looking at? I mean, Come majority on. of them don't okay. have it. Exactly. True. Stick thin. It's like, yes, this. That's true. This is what we yeah, have. Fine. Okay. Just saying, it's not like, you know, a diamond in a rough or anything. But go on. So we had a really funny conversation, and then he was telling me some stuff about training and working out, <laughs> asking me my routine, and I was all, wake up. <laughs> Eat some food, get back in bed, maybe a squat here and there. And he was just giving like really great advice and information and it was good. It was a good conversation. So that place just got a little too busy and a little too young and I wasn't feeling the vibe and we all were ready to leave. So P goes, I know this really great spot. And there is a spot in London that was the it spot. It's where everybody always ended up. Best music, best vibe. And I say to him, I hope you're not thinking corner shop. And he goes, yeah, that's exactly where I'm thinking. Like, you know, that's been the it spot for the past 10 years. It's not the it spot anymore. It's the crowd has completely changed. They now charge a ridiculous cover, 20 for guys, 10 for girls. And it's very, very young. And we are not going to have a good time there. You know, the place that we were leaving was slightly going towards the younger side. And we already felt so out of place. I told the boys, we can't go there. We're not going to spend all that money for the three of us to get in. It would be 50 pounds. And for what? To stand around with a bunch of 18-year-olds? So... I convinced P and K that we weren't going to go there. And P goes, I know another spot. And he mentions it. And I was thinking, that's just like a chain of bars. 
that's not good. You know, that's kind of where people go after work. I've been to a few locations. That's not, it's like going to a Boston pizza. I was like, that's where we're going. And I'm like, oh, good thing I didn't dress up. So he, his car was parked close by and it made more sense to drive because it was about two blocks. I was in heels, wedges, but whatever. And we are pulling up around and he goes, I know a really good space to park. So we're just going to pull up and I'm looking at this line and sorry, since when does a Boston pizza have a lineup? A massive, massive line. And we line up and he goes, don't worry, I know people. Well, I just kind of love that. So we go, we go inside and lights and music and like all the tables have been pushed aside and there's no booths in there and there's a dance floor and there's, and I'm just, when, what, when did this happen? When did this happen? This place was a vibe. As soon as we walked in, even just the music, this is it. This is the type of night that you just know good things are going to happen. And we go in and we go to the bar. And again, I've got my little sandwich situation. So I am just fully protected. And Kay is, I was asking Kay that, you know, sometimes with bigger guys, they, sometimes I find that men aggravate bigger guys just to get some sort of response out of them. And Kay said that for him and P, he didn't really actually get a lot of negative reactions. He actually got really positive reactions. And as we're saying this, some guy bumps into Kay and just looks at him and looks back at his friends and looks back at Kay. And he's like, dude, you should work out. And everyone just burst out laughing. And Kay was like, I know, I know I'm trying. And this guy was just like, oh my God, like you're huge. And Kay was like, oh, thanks, man. Like, I really appreciate it. And I haven't seen that happen very often in my life. And the way Kay handled it and his demeanor, and he goes, yeah, this happens to me and P all the time. And I told him it says so much about them as guys who are able to take on reactions very positively and their energy is very, very good. Get our drinks, we sit down and P goes to me, there's some guy staring at you. And I say, what do you mean? And he says, there's a guy by the bar who's been staring at you since we walked in. And I look over and I see some guy looking at me and I'm like, okay, <laughs> whatever. And I think one of them like went outside for a smoke or something. And when they went out, this guy comes over, the guy who was looking at me. And he says, I checked with your friends to make sure it was okay to talk to you. Do you remember me? Uh, no. Should I remember you? Yeah, we went out a couple years ago and I took you to this bar in this place. And I'm like, sorry, what's your name? He tells me and I go, honestly, I don't remember, but it's nice to see you. How are you? And we're chatting for a bit and I just, I, I wasn't interested. And he was very nice and very complimentary. And then he went back to his friends and my guys were telling me that the P and K that I, I was with, they said to me that they could tell that when that guy went, he was talking to his friends about me, but in a good way. And they go, you know, you look really great tonight. And that's why these guys are talking about you because that guy obviously feels like he missed out on something. And I'm thinking, this is really nice. These compliments are nice. And especially coming from these two. And especially if you're not going out for as long as you haven't, right? Like you've been staying the last couple weekends at home, you've been a little bit in a funk. So what a nice way to have your first night out and be treated. More than a couple of weekends. It's been a minute. So 
a pea goes to me, I'm going to invite a friend who I think you're really going to like. And I'm saying, you know, don't make me out to be a charity case. And he goes, it's nothing like that. I have a friend who physically matches your description. He's a really nice guy. I can vouch for him. And he'll, he'll, I think you'll really like him. And I say to him, you know, as a man, how would you describe his looks? And he was like, honestly, he's a good looking guy. And I go, okay, cool. I'm open. You know, I'm open to meeting whoever. So he's on the phone with his friend. And then Kay goes to me. There's another guy looking at you. And I'm thinking, what is going on? And I look over and this guy, I recognize right away because this guy who was probably around the same time as the first guy who came over to speak to me, this guy walked out on me on a date. So where we had been earlier in the night, we went to this Caribbean spot to get food. This guy whose name starts with a W, he was there. We were eating and there'd been this whole drinks fiasco. And he was, he says to me, I'm going to go. And I had my food like midway to my mouth. And I just looked over and I was like, huh, now? Yeah, this isn't working. I'm going to go. Uh, I think you did a, did you do a podcast about this one too? I'm pretty sure you did. Or you told me the story. And I definitely If you haven't done an episode on this one, that's your next episode. Because if you remember, because that was, that's a good story. It is a good story. So I recognized him right away and he was staring at me and I was Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com thinking, man, I need to wear this skirt out more often because <laughs> something is going right tonight. Because you know how you think about when you're going to bump into an ex or someone who's done something to you and you always want to look your best? I didn't look my best, but I was tanned. I had a great skirt on. I had a, my hair, my makeup, things were on point. We may have a new uniform. Perhaps, perhaps, but that skirt is really long on one side and you know how I feel about long skirts. So me and Kay are talking about this and P walks in with his friend and he introduces us and we shake hands, you know, pleasure to meet you. And I found him really attractive immediately. Uh... uh, butterflies in stomach immediately that's so i want to talk about that for a second because i feel that we take that for granted when we're younger and we feel that emotion and i find that as we get older it doesn't come across you don't the butterflies are not as easy to catch i mean i say that trust me when i was younger you knew me when i was younger i did not get butterflies just for anybody i'll just say it that way but i do think that it was easier, maybe because we were out more, maybe because we were meeting people all the time and all that other stuff, but it's hard to find someone who instantaneously gives you that, oh my God, who are you? Kind of yes, that, 
that really captures my moment, the who are you. And in retrospect, and I don't know if it makes sense to talk about this now or later, but in retrospect, it makes me question a lot of the dates I've been on recently where I keep telling myself to focus on personality and to focus on building something and I'm not really attracted to them he's not exactly my type because I didn't know if it was still possible to feel such an intense attraction towards someone in real life. So how do I say this? Well, no one knows who I really am. No. Maybe the people that are in our circle and know who I am. So Mm -hmm. whatever. But shoot me if I like, you know, shoot my foot later. But I think that, you know, the younger me would be like completely you needed this reminder like you need to have that feeling what are you thinking the older me is like that is important don't get me wrong but it's not gonna give you forever you know of what i course. mean like i get looks that only take you so far so when you say retrospect i'm a little hesitant because i don't know if i had to if i had to choose between someone who had the most incredible personality and was Good looking, but not the best person, best looking person I've ever seen versus someone who's incredibly good looking, but literally until he opened his mouth, I would choose the earlier. I wouldn't say he was incredibly good looking. I'm going to send you a photo of him now. I wouldn't say that, but I think he captured my attention immediately. And I think with guys that I find really, really attractive, it can always be a bit of a surprise with how they look. You know, if I think about some of like, for example, Batman, Batman was, I found him very, very sexy, but I don't think to everyone, he's the epitome of good. Okay. Here's the guy. He's so. That's a very tall. cute picture. He's so and tall. Is that tats that I see? It. I like the sleeve. Yeah, he's got a sleeve, and it continues. Um. <laughs> he's very photogenic. Is he better looking in real life or in photos? I actually think he's better looking in real life. First of all, you did look really good that night. Oh, thank I love you. you. You always look good, but you looked really good that night. Right, your listeners are probably being like, "You're not giving us any details." People, she already told you what she was wearing. She was like, at some point, ears to the side, he has his arm around her. They're doing a little cheers thing. It's his very, it's a very cute picture. But I have to say, so nice. Look at, look. Can you just look I at his arms? Weak, I have such a weakness with the arms. Like I always feel like I like to call them magical arms. Like I like oh. to feel like I'm protected. And oh my strong, god! You know the arms. But I will say in this picture, it looks like the two of you have known each other longer <laughs> than you have based on the way the picture looks and that's not to say it and for all your listeners out there it doesn't it's not a disrespectful picture it's just a very cute picture like the way that you guys are like standing next to each other and laughing that, you know leaning in and laughing you can just tell it's a fun moment yeah that you wouldn't think is with someone that you just met moments ago yeah He's, he had really nice arms. So he went to the bar to, and we're going to call him D. 
So Dee went to the bar because the guys had bought drinks for him and he went to get around for everybody. And it was quite busy at that time. So it took him quite a while. And, you know, I'm talking to P and K. They're talking to like 10 different girls around us. You know, they're so charismatic and their energy is amazing. They literally were both juggling five girls on either side and engaging everybody and having fun and dancing. So then D comes back and P kind of like moves everybody aside and he sits D down and he like pulls me close and he's sitting in between us and P goes, D, this is my homegirl. I've known her for years. She's a good person. She's been having a really hard time with guys and I'm just, what, what are you doing? What are you doing? What, what are you doing right now? And he's like, be quiet. And he turns back to D and he goes, she really needs a good guy in her life. And I'm like, can you not make, what are you doing right now? And he goes, I think the two of you should talk. You guys would get along, but she's a good girl. Just understand that. And I'm just all P, please stop talking. And he goes, I've done what I needed to do. Now you two chat. And he gets up and walks away. And I can feel my face just going so hot. And Dee's just looking at me. And I'm thinking, oh my God, I feel so embarrassed. I feel like I've been made out to be some sort of charity case. So I turn to him and I go, I'm not a charity case. I'm just single. It's not that big of a deal. And he goes, it's cool. I'm single too. And I say, yeah, but you know, I don't need someone to set me up with somebody. Like I'm capable of meeting men on my own. And he goes, okay, cool. No problem. And, you know, I just want you to know, <laughs> I'm not desperately seeking someone. I was, I was spiraling. I was spiraling. I was blubbering and I'm fine. Like I'm confident. I'm okay by myself. I'm an independent woman. I don't need a man. And he goes, okay, cool. So we're sitting there and I'm all embarrassed and flustered. And he goes, it's okay. I think he was just being friendly and being a good friend. And I didn't, I didn't like how the conversation went. So we're kind of just sitting there and he goes, okay, well, you know, like, tell me a little bit about your type. Maybe there's someone here. And I go, Who wants to hear that? Exactly. And I go to him, excuse me. And he goes, well, what's your type? Maybe, you know, maybe there's someone here that you're interested in. And I go, okay. I didn't love that conversation that P just had, but it was to introduce the two of us. And now you're sitting here wanting me to meet other men. Are you okay? And he goes, it's not like that, but, you know, I'm not really sure if you're interested in me. And it's one of the few times in my life where I had enough clarity and enough lack of alcohol to be able to salvage the situation. Thank you, God, for shining a beam of knowledge onto me. Because I turn to him, and in my most charming self, I tell him, my type is you. <laughs> I am applauding right now. <laughs> it's not something you do. No. So, I don't know, like, for you listeners, they will not know why I'm applauding. For listeners who've been listening to, I don't even know how many episodes at this point, they may know that more. But from someone who knows you... That is not something you do. So thank God you did not drink more and have like the resting bitch face going on or like the music agitating you if it wasn't the right song playing or anything like else. Wow. I think 
just the fact that you said that, I'm proud of you. No matter how this turns out, just know that I'm extremely proud of you already. Okay. And he smiles back, and I go, handsome face, nice arms, nice style. You are definitely my type. And he takes his drink, and he's smiling, and he says, I appreciate the honesty. Can I be honest with you? And I'm thinking, you know, this could go either way, but I've made a decision that that's okay. And he goes, when P told me I was coming here to meet one of his friends, I didn't really know what to expect. And when I walked in and when you shook my hand, I was actually taken aback by how beautiful you were. And I was so intimidated that I needed to leave the situation. And I go, what? And he goes, you're really intimidating. And I go, what, what do you mean? I smiled. I shook your hand. I was engaging. And he goes, nah, I wasn't going to talk to you for the rest of the night. I think you're really attractive, but I wasn't going to talk to you. You're very intimidating. And I'm... That's something that's been... I mean, it's not the first time you've heard that. I know, but coming from a guy... You know, if you think about some of the other guys that I've gone out with that I have found to be maybe more attractive than what oh, I, I used to. Oh, I remember. I, I, remember I know who you're talking story. about. I know who you're talking about. A certain Mr. A. And, yeah, I haven't forgotten that. I, uh... But, if you ever tell that tale, I have to be in the story. I don't even think I remember I that story. I have to tell part of that story. I don't even... I think the only thing I remember is we went to... what did We went to go see Alicia Keys. And then I think before that, he went to, he took me to go see Raphael Siddiqui. And that was our first time out. And then we went to go see Alicia Keys, which I took him to. And then we never ended up even kissing after like, anyways, I don't, I I don't remember enough of that story to tell. You can tell that story. Maybe we have to do an episode where I tell the story of just that one night where I'm there. Maybe Which that's what we was that do. when we went to when we went to the underground club thingy? No, that's another night. I'm not talking about that night. I'm talking about seven. I don't remember this. Oh, is this when there were two guys at the club, and you were playing, you know, the 007 secret agent? I have very vague recollection of that, and I think it's mostly from you. And you know, we have the perfect name I for him. I was so stressed. We we can call him Mr. Awesome. It works perfectly. the fact that nobody gets that inside joke other than me and you makes it a gajillion times better a gajillion times how good is that (laughs) so good so now now we have to one day we have to share that too okay we just need to literally send um sorry spare 30 minutes to get that out because it's mostly going to be you talking and me just filling in little details he was gorgeous. He was, he was okay, a 10 out of 10. Sorry, okay. sorry, sorry, sorry. Sorry. We'll leave that for another episode. And I promise I will enlighten it. It will be pretty comical because you don't remember it. But I, I definitely do. Um, this is good. You know, me having no memory, you having a great memory. This is good. It brings balance. I was actually going to bring up, he was, Mr. Awesome was 10 out of 10, but I was going to bring up Beard. Beard was someone who I thought was very much out of my league. So, you know, everything that happened with him, there was a constant, well, obviously he's going to treat me this way. I'm not good enough for him. I'm not pretty enough for him, etc., etc. So with this guy, 
to hear him saying these things when I found him as attractive as I did was flattering and surprising at the same time. Because I can't say that I've seen a lot of good looking guys be vulnerable or be that direct or that honest. So it was nice. We chatted, we had really good conversation, and we, everyone decided that they were going to leave that spot and go somewhere else because it was maybe midnight or something along those lines, and there was an after hours that we were going to go to. And he goes, so I'm walking with P to his car, my stuff is in his car, and D comes over, he's like, now you're riding with me. And I was like, okay. (laughs) So this place that was supposed to be maybe... I don't know, 15 minutes away, ended up being half an hour away. And then there was another car full of people as well. So there were three full cars and, you know, we were playing a bit of, um, uh, musical chairs, trying to get the right people in. And then Kay ended up coming up, coming with us with some completely random girl who I don't even know where she came from or how she got in a car full of strangers. Yeah. Just, just, I just, by being one of the 10 on either side. But I don't even think she was one of the ten. I literally got in the car and I look back and there's some girl sitting there. And I'm thinking, hi, how are you? You're just okay with getting in a car full of completely random people? But maybe she got in because she saw I was in the car and so there's another girl. She so probably felt more comfortable because there was another female in the car. But you would not see me getting in a car full of guys at the end of a night going God knows where. Me so either. We ended up driving to East London to this club that I'm not a huge, huge fan of, but whatever. So we went there and (laughs) we went there and, you know, we were getting our ID scanned and everything and D had gone first and I was behind him. So he was talking to the bouncer about something and then I come over and the bouncer's like, this is who you're with. And D's like, I know, right? She's pretty. And the guy's like, yeah, like, how'd you get with her? And he was like, oh, I can be charming, but she's pretty, right? And he goes, yeah. And, you know, he hands our slips over and he's like, this is the cover for me and her. We go inside, we grab some drinks and me and him are talking. And he goes, this is not my vibe. I don't like it here. And, you know, I've come obviously with everybody. I haven't seen the boys in a minute, but I think I'm going to leave after one drink. And I go, yeah, that's fine. And he goes, what were your plans on getting home? And I tell him, well, where we were originally, I would have just taken an Uber home because it wasn't that far. And he goes, I'd love to drive you home if that's okay. Okay, that's fine. And we tried to leave after one drink and someone bought a round of shots and like, we're trying to leave, we're trying to leave, we're trying to leave. Finally, we end up leaving. And as we're walking to the car, I realize that all of my stuff is in P's car and D goes, you know, I'll call him, but he's not going to come out. Like, he's your friend. You'll grab your stuff another time, you know, as long as you have, like, your keys, your phone. And I go, yeah, I have my important stuff, but my jacket, my umbrella, everything was in um, Peace Car. So D calls him, and he's like, hey, like, she just wants to make sure she's going to see you soon. And P goes, no, don't worry. You just make sure you get her home safe. And, you know, I'm going to tell her I'll call her, and I'll check up on her, and I'll get her stuff to her. So we're driving home. We're driving to my place. And there's quite a bit of traffic and, you know, we're talking about work and our families and you can tell that he's a good guy. You can tell that he's got a very steady career path. He's intelligent. He has direction in his life. He was a little bit younger than me, which is 
honestly what I prefer. And he lives a bit far from me. I live in Southeast. He lives in North, which isn't amazing, but... How how far is that from each other? It depends because in terms of areas, you know, if you mention a city, like you could say I'm from Scarborough, but then you could be from like East Scarborough. So I think driving wise, it would probably be like 45 minutes, but then if you were doing public transportation, it would be a lot longer. So we're talking about all sorts of things that are important and that matter. And we end up having a conversation about relationships and he's telling me about his last relationship and why he's chosen to be single for several years and how he finds dating in London quite difficult. And I'm discussing that and he's just, you know, full of compliments. Well, you know, you're being picky, but you can, you can afford to be picky. You can choose who you want, just, you know, the charming stuff. And we get to my place and I'm saying goodnight. And he goes, I really need to use the toilet. And I go, that's fine. Just go. Like we're outside. It's, you know, the middle of the night, just go. And he goes, do you mind if I come upstairs? And I am hesitant because... You don't kiss on the first night. Yeah. So I go, just pee here. Just like go behind a tree or something. And he goes, but we're right outside your place. Can I come in and use the toilet? And I'm like, okay, sure. No problem. Come on in. Not exactly expecting company. Comes in, uses the toilet, and I just need to sit down for a second. And, okay, here's my room. Have a seat. And so he's sitting on my bed. And I'm just standing aside. How how much of a mess is your bedroom at that point? You know, there's clothes lying around. I have, like, the clothes chair, which is piled up with clothes. But the rest of it is, you know, bed is made, uh, dresser and windows and everything are really really neat it's fine it's manageable and I'm standing and he's sitting and he goes what's wrong why are, why are you standing all the way over there and I go you're the first guy I've had in this room ever and he goes oh like do you want me to leave and I go no it's cool it's just it's weird seeing a guy sitting on my bed I've never had a guy in here it's just it's just it's weird and he goes, you're making it so awkward. Just come sit down. And I go, no, just give me a second. It's just, you know, it's a little bit weird. We're going to get cut off. Are we? Yeah. No, I don't think we will on mine. No, no, no. For the actual pot, it will cut us off. So I need to pause oh. it here and start another one. Okay, give me okay. one second. Okay, stay tuned for part two. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com.
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.